Hey guys, the show is about ready to start, but really quick, I wanted to grab your attention, tell you to have a pencil and paper ready. I have some very important information you're going to want to stick around for after the show regarding updated contact information, websites, and more. Everything's changed. Holy cow. What do I mean? Everything's ready to start. I gotta run. Stick around after the show and I'll get you filled in. Welcome to this podcast. Get ready. Here we go. GOST Radio proudly presents Random Illusions, the podcast where the occult community goes for its listening pleasure. I'm your host, Shasta Ray. Grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, or grab a glass of wine at the end of a long day if that's what you want to do. Kick back, settle in, and hang out with me for just a little bit while we chat it up about magic. Good evening! Episode 45 is officially in motion. Oh my gosh! How is everyone? Welcome to the show. I am in a great mood. I've got my bottle of water. We're getting towards the holiday. I got some fun stuff lined up because hopefully my job won't be quite as hectic. And um, yeah. yeah. Oh, see? Okay. See, I told you guys last week I was skipping over the shout outs that I had. And that's what happens. That's what happens. The air horn blasts your eardrums out when I skip over stuff and I put stuff off. Don't put stuff off. There's a lesson to be learned here. So let's get to the shout outs, shall we? All right. Listener Bianca, I hope I'm saying your name right, gave me a nice tip on the Buy Me a Coffee app. Thank you so much. It went straight to support the costs of this podcast. Very much appreciated. And and she left me a very nice message. So thank you very much, Bianca. You are awesome. Next, Evelyn. Love you, girlfriend. You are the best. Evelyn, I don't know how she did this, but the morning of my birthday, uh, there was a box on my porch, and I don't know how she managed to have it delivered first thing in the morning, but it was the coolest thing. And she had a giant coffee mug in there that I've been enjoying with a great big letter S on it, um, a little decorative egg from another country, and then a whole bunch of stuff that I am going to be putting to use very shortly for a photo shoot. I've been making some stuff and you'll be finding out about that in the very near future. So yeah, I've got some display materials for that. So everything will look really nice for the website. So yay for Evelyn. Thank you so much. You always brighten my day every day. Thanks so much. Wonderful friend. She's been a big, big, big supporter since before I started this podcast. And that's actually how our friendship started is we started chit chatting about it. And she just kind of gave me a kick in the butt. And here we are <laughs> talking about stuff that she sent in a box. All right. Anyway, let's see who else. Um, Louisa. Louisa, you are awesome. She posted in one of the groups a great big, huge birthday message to me. And then that started this great big onslaught of a ton of people posting all these really nice things. So big shout out to Louisa, as well as all of the group people, all of the magic group people in a couple of different groups. So thank you so much. You guys rock. I love each and every one of you. Also got some direct private messages from Monir, Dr. Monir Georgie, Arnaud, Balkedmon, Karen Dahlman, and then, and then Karen from Karen's Comfort Crystals. Oh my gosh. Yay. She has been such a mentor to me the recent weeks since she was in town back in November. And uh, we met up in Denver on my birthday for my birthday. And I got signed up with a couple of crystal warehouses up there. And we talked and she's mentoring me a little bit. And uh, that's some of the stuff I'm going to be offering pretty soon. I'm going to focus mostly towards magical tools and magical uses, but I'll be able to offer you some very nice quality stones and crystals at some very competitive prices. And I'm working on a website. Also, hand in hand with that, shout out to Tim. 
you'll be hearing about him a lot more in the future, but we've been kind of putting our heads together and doing some magic, mad scientist stuff, and we're coming up with some really, really, really cool tools to offer you guys. And uh, yeah, we're helping each other out in the process. And then a, a second shout out to Dr. Monir Georgie. He gets a second shout out because, well, he's mentoring us too. He's kind of giving us some feedback on our ideas and what we're making. And uh, he's been a big supporter and a really big help. And his feedback has been invaluable. So I know I feel like I can speak for Tim when I say thank you, Dr. Monier Georgie, for all of your ongoing support and enthusiasm, because that's keeping us amped up. And we're just experimenting and making stuff and seeing what works. And we're coming up with some really cool stuff for you guys. All right. What else is on the horizon? I want to draw your attention to the Random Illusions podcast website, www.randomillusions.com. Don't forget, there is a occult merch shop link right there, and that is your source for all things merch and all things occult. So I know we're getting really close to Christmas and it's kind of short time frame to order, but if you need to get any kind of special stuff printed up for that wizard or witch in your life, that is your place to go for all things merch and all things occult. I have some really cool stuff in there. I even have some stuff for the muggle in your life. So when you go through that link, that's my affiliate marketing link, all of your purchases Send me a tiny little sliver back here and it helps support the podcast. So all of your purchases are always greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. And in upcoming uh, weeks, I know I've said this in the past and it's just been too much for me get, to get to. Tim that I just mentioned, he has an account with that same merch shop. So I'm going to put all of his designs into my merch shop. So when you pick those designs and have those printed on a mug or a, a phone case or a notebook or whatever, he gets full artist credit that goes into his pocket to support his work. And then I get a little sliver as an affiliate marketing link too. So yay, everybody wins and you get some really cool stuff. And it's really good quality merchandise. I got to say, I've been buying it myself just to make sure that what I'm promoting is awesome, and it is. They also run random sales, so you can always get really good prices, and they, they rotate stuff. The t-shirt designer is really cool, so whether you get a hoodie or maybe uh, something for the kids or whatever, you can customize it to any color, and they got tons and tons and tons, and the the apparel is really good quality, too. I've bought some for myself, so and I do wear it. There is an essential oils link if you're looking for essential oils for your magical practice. That is tested, tried, and true for me. I've been with that company for probably going on five or six years now as a customer. Their prices are amazing, amazing, amazing. And when you go through my link, so go through that link on my website, you're going to have a promo code that's going to get you a discount and you can use that as much as you like. And when you go through that link, you're going to be, again, supporting the podcast. A little tiny sliver comes back here and you get great pricing. And their shipping is only like six bucks. It's cheap. They ship worldwide. So does the uh, merch shop. Don't forget the occult video courses. That's by Bal Kedmon. And there is a ton of information there. Once you purchase one of his courses, whether it's one of his occult courses or his cryptocurrency course, very reasonably priced, and you have lifetime access. You can go back. He's got the 72 Shem Angels course. He's got the Spirits of the Goetia course. Very detailed, very well-researched information on lucid dreaming, meditation, ancient Egypt. Very well-researched courses, a lot of fun, and very well presented. And again, lifetime access. Go check those out. All right. So, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I'm all jazzed up about this guardian angel stuff we've had going on. And, you know, I've got a little secret. I thought I would abuse some power on this one here. I got a hold of Karen Dahlman's schedule and found out a couple things. And today is her day off. 
Okay, so I've got my fingers crossed. I also got her phone number and we are going to dial her up and we are going to ask her about her experience working with guardian angels because she works with hers all the time to do readings for people. And then her angels work with her clients' angels. And she's she's very, very, very gifted. She's turned a passion from the time she was a kid into a career now. And we are going to just dial her up with the number she doesn't know I have and put her on the spot. Okay. No, she she knows I was going to call. I warned her a couple emails back, so she should be okay. I hope. She's really nice. All right. Yep. All right. I'm set up. Okay. Here we go. Fingers crossed. I am just so technologically challenged. Here we go. Hello, this is Karen. Hey, it's Shasta with the Random Illusions podcast. How are you? Hey, Shasta, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Happy holidays. I am happy holidays right back at you. I am focusing on guardian angels for the month of December, and I thought, who better to talk to than Karen, and maybe Mary would want to contribute, your other guide team, but thought maybe you could tell the listeners a little bit about your experiences or maybe what you think they could do to get a little in touch with their guardian angels or information or whatever you want to talk about. Yay. Well, I love talking about angels. Who doesn't love talking about angels? Who doesn't like angels? I mean, angels are those, those mercurious creatures, I guess you can call them creatures or species that have wings. People, so, so they say they have wings. Sometimes I believe it's just really their aura that surrounds them that looks like wings because it's so large. But then again, a lot of iconic books throughout different cultures have shown them actually with wings. And yeah, another way and to look at descri- even descriptions in uh, scriptures and everything, um, people have always viewed them with wings that cover them and multiple wings and everything. Right, and different levels of angels, too, with different types of wings. And, you know, I wonder, and so I'll throw that out there to everybody listening. I mean, is it that they do have wings, or is it that they're just trying to say they're from another dimension and they take flight, or they can manifest and appear and disappear, like, like quickly, like a bird might? Or is it also that they are maybe extraterrestrials and flew into our realm from a different dimension? I mean, there's so many ways mm. to look at that. So, yeah, there I, is. Like to, I like to look at it, small different directions. Well, no matter how you look at them, it's December. You see them in abundance this time of year. And then, gosh, one of my favorite authors just came out with a guardian angel book. It's been on everyone's topics and groups. And I thought, what better time of year to talk about the elusive guardian angel that people make so hard to contact. I didn't have any problems contacting mine, but... Apparently, it's been kind of a thing through the centuries. So I thought, you know, let's teach people a little bit about this. You know, and, and you got to think about it for Christmas. Why are the angels so prevalent? Well, think about this. When Mary was first visited and told she was going to have a child from God, an angel appeared and showed her and told her this was her destiny. And so, yeah, think about that and the, the child being born and then being born at Christmas time, so they say, which, which were all the pagan holidays and a lot of other holidays that celebrate the birth from a virgin mother, they mm-hmm. they show angels. And so think about the nativity scene. Um, oh, there's always an angel on top of that manger, isn't there? There's always an angel there <laughs> overlooking this child, Jesus. And there's also angels of other um, virgin births throughout culture. So it, it definitely goes coincides with this time of the year for those reasons. And I got to tell you, I have a really early memory of angels before I started talking to my angel. But I had a memory of an angel, of angels when, for Christmas, we, at the top of our Christmas tree, um, we always had an angel. It was never a star. It was always mm, an angel. Same. We still had stars. Yeah, you did too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Others of you out there, I'm certain, had the same thing. So I had this wonderful angel, and it was just, that's what we always had at the top of the tree. And then finally, went my Mom gave it to me, and so it's what I put at the top of my tree when I do Christmas trees because it's, it just reminds me of my own angel. So, and the other thing, too, I must say, 
uh, I was raised Catholic, Shasta, and, and part of that was we had some prayers we would say, and we would talk about our guardian angel. And I grew up knowing, just not even believing, but knowing that everybody had an angel. So it was a very easy uh, trans- transition for me to make from just knowing I had one to actually speaking to my angel, because I was already <laughs> in prayers mentioning my guardian angel. And so for me, it was a very easy transition to make to be able to start talking to him. Yeah, you know, I always, it's funny, my mom loved, loved angels. And her birthday was December 1st. She passed away uh, nine years ago, but she was just in love with the concept of angels. But we were Protestant Christian. And the way she was taught was that they can help us, but you're going to burn in hell if you try to talk to them. Or if you try to ask for help or anything. And so she was always terrified to try to communicate with them, but she desperately wanted them around her. And she always had pictures and little figurines and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, I always had those in my life. But I always thought, well, why can't you talk to your guardian angel? If they're there for you, they're your personal guide, they're your protector, they're your advisor, you should be able to communicate with them. And you can. (laughs) So... And you absolutely can. So, you know, my story, Shasta, was, was when I was working with the board. This is back, we're going back to 1989 now. And I decided with a few of my friends to do nothing but we just decided to use the board and not talk to just dead people. We thought, why could we not talk to our higher self? Meaning that part of ourself that is within us, but also extends mm-hmm. beyond our body. And it's more <laughs> of an auric field and it goes out to your spirit and soul. It's that part of you that's larger and connects you back to, to the divine. So we were doing this experiment of talking to our higher self. We made contact. We would have conversations with our higher self. Each person's higher self would come to the, the session of three of us. There'd be six of us there. <laughs> three higher selves, three people. And we would communicate with each other. So somebody's higher self might talk to my higher self or might talk to me and vice versa. And it was just a, a wonderful time. We did this for that about four years. That sounds so fun. That sounds so fun. Well, when we did, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we, and by the way, it wasn't just fun. We got so much insight, so much valuable information about life and how to improve ourselves and be the best we can be. And none of the to me and the others, we weren't thinking, oh, this, this is a progression. This is a start to start reaching into other dimensions and speaking to other beings. We just were doing it because it was fun. And I was a psychologist. Right. And, I, and we were, you know, I just thought, why not? I love I loved Carl Jung. He talks about your higher self. And I thought, let's just do it. So along the progression of doing that, the next group of beings that started coming through and talking to us were our guardian angels. And that is when I met mine and had an opportunity to talk to her. And then I started the thing, and this is like the early 90s, where my friends would come over and we would work to talk to their angels and get their names. Or if they didn't have a name or they didn't care what their name was, then we could name them. But we started this whole thing where we were talking to our angels all the time. And I got to say, we were doing it through the Ouija board, guys, through the Ouija board, which is not a bad negative thing, as you know, Shasta, but we were using that tool to communicate with our angels. Do you know what's really funny about you is, um, and not funny, haha, just funny, this is so cool. It's, <laughs> it's like you always say on your channel, and you've got it peppered through a ton of videos, the messages will come through when you're meant to see it. So even when you see something on your channel that's three years old, the message applies when you see it. Like, oh, my gosh. Well, I was sitting and pondering a lot of things. It's like, why couldn't I talk to an angel or the spirits that I go to for help or even my servitors or anything through a Ouija board? And I started kind of looking it up, and that's when I ended up finding your channel. And there you are sitting there with Rodney talking to angels and higher guys and stuff. And I'm like, yes, I knew it. (laughs) And that's that's when I started. I started watching everything I could. I found your books. I've been finding other books. And then finally I started taking off on my own experiments. So, yeah. But, you know, i got to tell you something very special about about the angels. So, all right. So when I met my angel, you know, she came to me and I said, well, you know, what what is it you do? I mean, you know, and she said, well, I'm actually your guardian angel, and I'm here to task me with you throughout your whole life. For example, um, we have many guys, and some guys will come and go, or they won't come into our life until we're ready for them. And they may be with us just for a couple years, maybe even maybe even a week or several months. But mm-hmm. angels, guardians will be with you for your whole life. So she said, I said, well, I never saw you. You never spoke to me before. And she said, because you never asked. 
And as a child, you may not know to, but she said, I heard all your prayers that I, I heard all that you were saying about the angels. She said, but you know, you never asked, you never invited me in because we exactly. didn't know they're not going to interfere. They're not going to do anything till you ask. You have to ask them. That's right. Yeah. And that goes with any of your guides. So especially with the angels, too. They're, they're here. Okay, so the guardian angels are here to basically guard over you, guide, but, but never to interfere, never to do things for you, but to encourage you, just like your guides. The guardian angel is even closer because it's like um, if you look at the Judeo-Christian way of thinking, and you can look at even other cultures, too. There's always this other being that's here to be a messenger or a helper sent by source or God or, or wisdom, and that's what they are. They're there. They're their own species, too, and there's different levels of them, different, and that doesn't mm-hmm. mean one's better than the other. just means there's different, um, like there's different races of people. There's different species or races of angels, too, but they're yep. all here to help us. And so you don't just get, like, necessarily one angel you can work with, although your guardian angel's typically one. You can have a whole bunch of different angels that come in and out. For example, when I do my reading, Shasta, all different angels come through. And they'll come through to work as, like, helpers in my readings, but they're not necessarily there with me working. They're there to help me with the readings, but they're not necessarily there guarding me. But they come through, and, and I'm willing to hear them and bring them through, and they're willing to come through to communicate to the people I do readings for. Not all the time, but when it's necessary. But my angel, she said, you can call me Mary. And she said, that's a, a simple, easy name for you to think of. And it, to me, that name Mary had a lot of affiliation with my uh-huh. roots and, and religion, you know, like Mother Mary, right. or even Mary Magdalene, right? So I just call right. Mary. And um, that's, when she comes through, uh, I know when it's her, and, and now I just call her abbreviated. You probably saw me do this on some of my shows, Shasta. We just call her M.A. for Mary Angel. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And she always enters the boards, and I use the board to hear her. She enters in at the bottom left corner. So, so people, so this, i, I got to explain this. So people write to me and say, what does it mean when your planchet goes to the sun or moon? What does it mean when it hits a certain corner of your board? Well, it means what it means to you. And it yep. means what it means to the beings. And so it doesn't mean the same for everybody. I just happen to have different groups of beings I communicate with who, who like to enter the board. That's how I recognize who they are. They should go to that corner of the board, stop there, and then start their message from there to tell me they're here to talk to me. And so Mary Angel does that and comes in. She goes to the bottom left-hand corner of the board. It's always her every time from that bottom left-hand corner. And then she enters in and gives her message. It's kind of like their own, There's. it's kind of a combination of like a, a secret handshake and their own signature. They only, they always have their own kind of way of talking on the board and their own way of entering and their own way of announcing themselves. And um, you start getting to know the different energies by how the planchette wants to move. You sure do. And, and they all have different, I call them uh, spirit signatures. They all feel yeah. differently. And then Mary Angel, i got to tell you, when she comes through, it's very, it's almost abrupt. It's staccato, like the board, the planchette goes, duh, duh, duh. It moves kind of jerky, but that's her way of being real succinct. She could hit that letter, boom, 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 boom. It's like that, very different than when the guides come through or when Papa, who's the, who's the communicator for the spirit, the animals, very different movement. So I know when it's her, and she, plus she'll, she'll introduce herself by going to the corner. But now, you guys, what's important here is that I'm not here to say to meet your angel, you must use a Ouija board. And I know that Shasta's not saying that either. So maybe we should talk about a little bit, Shasta, you know, other ways to meet your angels. Absolutely. I just reviewed a book recently. It's called Magical Destiny, and it has some step-by-step little really simple processes on opening yourself to communication with your angel. And then you and I both know Dr. Mike. We've discussed him before. Oh, yeah. We both have had readings, and he taught me some stuff that is actually a lot of the same concepts that are in that book. So, no, you don't have to use a Ouija board, but you have to have an open mind and the desire to work with them. And that's pretty much the only requirements, in my opinion. Yeah, you can make it really simple, you guys. You can you can lay out a lot of steps. I have steps to meet your spirit guides and angels, but you, you can make it really simple. But if you want to get into the steps, you know, definitely pick up some books. I have an article I wrote about it. It's a blog on my website. Um, you can go there, and it talks about how to meet your guides and angels. But let me just – I'll say a few things. But the number one thing is – this is what we get. This is the question you have to ask yourself. Do you believe it's possible? 
Because if you don't have the belief, it's not going to happen. If you're just like, ah, I don't think so, nah. If you're more like, well, I'm open. I don't know, but I'm open. That gets you a lot further down the path to meeting your angel than somebody who says, nah, you got to prove it to me. I don't believe it. You've right. got to believe because that's an energy. It's a vibration. It's they, all these different beings that are spiritual in the different realm, they come to you through a vibratory pattern, through uh, frequency, through resonance of how you vibrate. And so that's how you attract these different beings to you. So angels, you've got to go, well, at least I'm open to believing. Okay, start there. I'm open to believing that I can communicate with the angels. I can at least maybe get wisdom or guidance from them. Maybe I'll even get a direct message in my mind or, as we're talking about right now, through the board. But I gotta tell you guys, a lot of people that I that I work with get messages from their angels other ways than a board. And they'll get it through symbols and signs or TD numbers. Oh, here's a good uh-huh. one, Shasta. Years ago I met this gentleman. He had written some books about communicating with his angels. I can't remember his name right now. Unfortunately I can't remember his name. <laughs> but I, I, I met him in person and I was very curious because one of the things he talked about, and this is back in the oh, early nineties. He had talked about seeing a succession of numbers. The numbers for him were, were always 444 four, four, or 4444, four, four, but always going to be at least three fours, if not four or five, six fours in a row. Well, I, when he came out and the public was talking about this, I heard him speak at a Unity Church. I was like, I was dumbfounded because I was starting to get a lot of fours because I had met Mary Angel and I was getting fours all the time. And so oh, wow. It was my association to Mary Angel. And she, she didn't say that. I just was like, that she's here. I could feel her. And then she was like just concurring that I had the sensation of her being around, but it was always with the 444. It could be on my, it could be on my odometer, you guys. It could be on my clock. It could be on the treadmill. It, the gym. it could be on yep. a license plate. It was everywhere, you guys. And so I had a meet. His name's Nick Bunick. I knew the name would come. His name's Nick Bunick. Beautiful soul. So I sat down with him and talked to him about this, and he said, yeah, he goes, this is, this is what he got. Was the, that's the numbers of the angels. Now, you guys, you can get 333s and other numbers, too. Those might be your numbers. So just take everything, like, if you hear that, that's what it is. Take it as that's a possibility, but doesn't necessarily mean it's the same for you. But for me, it was the 444. So even to this day, you guys, when I see a succession of fours, I go, oh, thank you, Marie Angel. And I pay attention to what it is that I'm either doing or that's happening, or what I'm hearing, or speaking, mm-hmm. because that's my angel's way of saying truth. You're there. Yep. Truth. You're on path. Right? And and if you're open to the signs, it could be different for everyone, like you said, but there will be a little tiny part of you that it just clicks, like, oh, my gosh, was that a sign? And if you're questioning some mundane little thing, whether it's the repeating numbers or a certain symbol or something, or maybe somebody says something weirdly at a weird time, that's your cue, you know. You'll feel it. You'll be like, oh, my gosh, I think that might have been a sign. It probably was. Yeah, and so even if you you tell yourself you want to talk yourself out of it, that's okay. You can. But what I suggest, if you're wanting to get to know your angels, your guides work very similarly. So, But we're talking about angels today because it's the holiday spirit of angels. So <laughs> if, if you want to meet your angel, you know, I you even keep like a little angel book. It could be something small, a cute little notebook you have, or maybe a pad of paper. But every time you, it's like you, you, you say, first of all, you say, I believe in angels. That's step number one. I'm, I believe the possibility is there that they can interact with me. Okay, number two, put yourself out there and invite them. Say, I invite my beautiful angels who love me, who have my best interests at heart. Always say that, you guys. Best yep. interests at heart. By the way, angels always do. I hate when people start saying, oh, they're fallen angels, they're Luciferian. I mean, come on, you guys. Listen to yourself. You're going to understand as you start getting these communications because it's going to resonate with you on a high level. You're going to know what that is. You're going to, you're going to feel it. And so always go by your own um, intuition and your gut feeling when you start making these connections. But say that you welcome your angels, those who have the best interest at your heart, and then with your book, you might start getting repeating numbers. You might start overhearing conversations. Something to a question you ask or a quandary you have or something you're wanting in your life or a manifestation or just something you're trying, you're toiling with, you're trying to work out. Pay attention. And even if something comes and somebody says to you, hey, you know what? I think you should read this book. And you're like, I was just asking a question if I should get that book. Well, listen to it, okay? Go to your journal and write that down. 
so-and-so said on this date to get this book, and I was just thinking maybe I should be reading about that topic. So you start seeing how people become the messengers, the voice pieces for your yep. angels sometimes. Because absolutely, often, if we can't hear them, they're going to work through somebody else, right, Shasta? Yep, it happens to me all the time. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Yep. I'm the same. It happens all the time, you guys. And it happens with my guides. Now, my guides are here so clearly. I can just tap into them and I get messages from them. But it's the angels and the, those other spirit beings who might take more of a side seat and they're more guarding as opposed to interacting daily with you. Now, I'm not saying your angels can't interact with you daily. Some people do. Some people don't. I tend to have a very active uh, system of, of guides. Um, I call them guides of source wisdom now. And they tend to take the forefront, and they're saying to me right now, I can hear them. They're saying, yeah, Mary Angel's over here to the side. And she, they said, you've learned to distinguish between her energy and our energy. And so that, that's really what happens, you guys. You start learning to distinguish, not just on the board, but within yourself as you get these messages, the different beings you're communicating with. And I'm talking about all positive beings. Yeah. Um, but you guys, think of this, too. Guardian angels are great because we have those. But also think of just other angels. You might. You know, have something you're struggling with of a big caliber, like let's say you're having something you're struggling with, like should I move or not move? And maybe you call in a an angel like Gabriel or Raphael or one of the archangels or Michael. If you have an issue, a problem you're working through, like turmoil, you might call in Michael to show you the way. So you can call in different angels at different times. And and I, you listen, you guys, I don't really follow all the different angels, but I'm telling you, they come through when they need to, and I'll hear them. And they'll come through and talk sometimes during, like I said, my readings for people. But if you don't know much about angels, you can also just get books on them or read about them on, on, on the Internet. Because when you start hearing that, the same names over and over again for a certain type of angel, you start to realize that there's something to it in different cultures. Mm -hmm. um, you will hear some of the same names or the same type of angels who do similar stuff with different names. But the common string is that they all do something similar. So you just start educating yourself on the different angels out there. And that will get you excited. And also, it'll get you where you start resonating at the frequency to call them in and to bring them to you. Yep. When you work with people and you're doing readings and stuff, does Mary Angel work with your clients? guardian angels and help communicate or help with those readings that you do in any way or how does that work does she interact with your clients she does she does from time to time and what happens most often as she does with the Ouija board too she'll just be the the voice that'll go make the connection for me and and then if if the angel doesn't speak she will speak on their behalf or she'll make that connection and they'll come forward and all of a sudden just go okay there's an energy that's here, and this is what it feels like, and I can tell. I can distinguish if it's of the caliber of angelic realm, or I can tell if it's a caliber of more of a guide. And so I've really been able to learn to distinguish those feelings. And, and for everybody, you guys, it's going to be a little different. It's not always going to be the same. So for me to teach you, it's like, oh, this means guide, this means angel, it may not for you. It, it was a period of many years learning to be able to distinguish and discern which energy is actually coming through. And I can also discern if it's somebody else's guide or my guide or my angel or their angel. So it's like this whole discernment process that's happening that you will learn too as you start making these communications. But I do, that. I, I got to say this, you guys, I think some of the best ways to make these, this connection with your angels, if you, if you are open to using a talking board, is through a talking board. I think it's a fantastic way to get real literal uh, and you get to feel the energy and literal messages spelled out. And, but it might take some time to make that connection. So it could be frustrating for people who aren't willing to be patient because it does take patience for people to make those connections to start. Absolutely. Now, for those that maybe aren't comfortable or they haven't gone out and got a board, pendulums work great, too. Ah, there you go. Pendulums are a great alternative, and you can at least get some really good yes-nos out of that and some stuff instantly in the spot. But I have had such great luck channeling my my angels' energies, and then I've been working with other angels also. So, yeah, great. I was going to also ask you, um, and maybe this is a question for Mary Angel, are there things that the angels would like to help their humans with, generally speaking, that we humans aren't utilizing them or going to them for that we could. Simple stuff. Are there things that people just don't think to that they would love to help us with and maybe it's a good starting point? 
Absolutely. And what I'm hearing, this is what I'm hearing, this is from Mary Angel directly. She's saying it's about feeling peace and joy in the world. They come with the wings, here, this is what I'm hearing, they come with the wings to show you the lightness of their being. And yes, they represent with wings to show you that they can take flight. It's having the ability within your life to get above the, the turmoil, the issues, uh, the mundane of life sometimes, and to see from a new perspective. And they come to show you that joy, that beauty, that love. Those are the ones that will be with you when you look at a sunset. So, you guys, this is what I'm hearing. When you, when you are in a space, let's say, oh, here we go. This is the best way to tell me right now to tap <laughs> into your angels. I love this. So this is a great time of the year to do it as well because people have this spirit of Christmas, which is basically the spirit of sharing, caring, giving, and loving, and gathering with people. And they're saying, and, and, and yeah. that, and philanthropy, that in itself, they say, <clears throat> when you are feeling those feelings, that's the best time to call in your angel because they're listening. So, okay, so let's say here you are, and I, I love looking at sunsets and sunrises every day. Mm-hmm. I love, I, does that just, I bathe myself in that light as it's rising in the morning and as it's leaving in the evening. And I feel like it's a great way to start the day and end the day. And they say, when you feel a sunset, especially if you are, you know, you really resonate with that kind of feeling you get when you see it, that's when you should, at that moment, that pinnacle of feeling that, angels, I'm open to you. I welcome you into my life. What would you like me to know? I'm here to listen. I'm ready to welcome you and hear you and listen to you within my life. Please help me with my life. Guide me. Show me the way. Bring joy and peace to me so I may experience and express that in my world. That is what they bring to us. That's the beauty mm. of angels. Wonderful. I could just feel her energy as you were speaking for her. I feel her too. And I start talking. I get in these spaces. I can, I can feel their energy and I bring it forth in my voice. Um, but I, the guys will come through in their voice sometimes, but the angels tend to come through and I do it in my voice, what I'm feeling from them, and then I translate and speak it. It's like a quick download, what you get sometimes when you start making these contacts. I have never seen my angel outside, like externally, but I have seen her in my mind's eye, and I've drawn a picture of her many years ago. I want to say it was 94, 5, somewhere in that time range. I did draw a picture of her, and she's just this, she looks very human, human, humanoid looking. A lot of them do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to tell you too, guys, you can have angels that are also very, look very differently. Like they could be like animal looking, um, and if they come with different kinds of shapes and, um, species in a sense to to uh come to you where you can recognize them. For example, this is another, here's what happened to me one time. And I wrote about this in, in my one of my books, The Spirits of Ouija. Mary Angel was um really very prominent in my life in the nineties. And when the guides came in, she was more of the forefront and then she took more of a backseat to the guides as the guides became very very clear to me. I was working with them a lot. So I was able to um happened to energy really just a lot as I do to, to this day but Mary Angel one time I was my, I was driving my car and I had a flat tire and I had to change it there was nobody around on this road and I was like oh my god I gotta do this and at least I knew how to do it right so I get the spare tire out <laughs> and I'm working on it and it was like I was I was kind of scared I and mean, I'm kind of alone on this road and, and there's this cat that wanders in from nowhere it just cat comes by rubs against me I pet it and I'm like oh my god you, you should be here there's even traffic you get run over kind of thing and then I turned, I was doing something on my car, I turned, the cat's nowhere in sight at all. So I wow. stayed my car, put my tire together, <clears throat> drive back to my place, and I later talked to Mary Angel, and this time I was talking to her through the Ouija board, this again like in the 90s, and she said, how did you like that? I showed up as a cat that time. So you'll find <laughs> that your angels have the ability to shapeshift and come to you through people, through animals, birds, through experiences. And you can find them in those moments. So yeah, that what she did. She just, you know, it's not like oh, since we had a cat, it was an angel. She just used the energy of that cat, flipped into it, around it, and used the cat to kind of maneuver towards me. Of course, she kept the cat safe. And when the cat, when she was done, the cat moved on, and then she moved back to who she is as an angel. So you can have <laughs> those kind of experiences too, you guys. It's very magical, very beautiful. Oh, I've had some similar stuff, and yeah, when you start really. Being able to start hearing stuff and talking to them, some of the ideas and information and advice you get are just fantastic. And they they have a sense of humor, too. They work through your own personality filters and your own experiences, and it's just so much fun. I, I never could figure out for the longest time, and 
especially after I started reading about some of this, why it's so hard to get in touch with them or why it's always perceived. And I almost wonder if because they're with us so much, we're used to their energy, where some of us occultists go to other angels for tasking them, asking them for favors, whatever, we can hear them. Well, it's a different energy we're not used to. So I almost wonder if we don't hear our personal guardian angels just because their energy blend with us so much that it's harder to differentiate sometimes. I would I would concur with that. They they are around us. They're around us before birth. They're with us during the birthing process. Um, many of them can be with us through many lifetimes, and they want to serve humanity. They want they love humanity that much. They want to be with us. You're right. There's emerging and and like even Mary Angel said to me, she says, you you know I knew that you were aware, but you never you know really said, hey, invite me in. How would I know as a child? She said, I heard you. I knew because you were very focused on angels and you always said like she talked about the angel on the top of the tree and how I always had my prayers where I would always talk about my guardian angel every night I had to say my prayers she was very it was a very conscious thing and I remember just even in in my church and I was a true true Catholic church it wasn't like we prayed to angels it was that we honored angels in the prayers Mm -hmm. and we recognized that they they were messengers from God or uh, they definitely are messengers and that there's a you know a whole story like I mentioned earlier the, of the birth of the Virgin Mary and when she was told she was going to have um, maybe it's through a messenger of the angels and that is throughout the Bible so a lot of people do a lot of people just go well that that's a given okay so then you're right if it's a given it's just that you just resonate with it and you're like okay that's it but you forget that you really can have these visitations and you really can have these um, interactions. Now, as we mentioned, Dr. Dr. Mike, Michael Terzi, he does see them as well. And lots of people I know he do does. see them. Mm-hmm. And that's, pretty, oh, that's isn't, pretty amazing. Isn't that such a cool thing? I am so like, it's the good kind of jealous. It's like, oh, man, I'm so jealous. I wish I had that. But I, I, I it, sometimes I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to see them all over the place like he does. It <laughs> could be kind of a little bit much, but... Yeah, isn't that fascinating? Some of the descriptions he gives, that would be just the most unique uh, ability. But I think you'd have to be able to handle it. I think it would be a tremendous responsibility, no matter how cool it was. You know, and uh, we all have different gifts and abilities. Like, I I see, I can see these people, transition people, I can see different kinds of guides and different kinds of beings that are from other dimensions. But it's the angels I don't see. Now, I have seen a group of beings called the guardians, which are not to be confused with guardian angels. They used to come to me always as a child, and they're just a whole other group of beings. So, so we just have different gifts, you know, different abilities, or to hear them. Um, yeah. So I'm okay with that. You know, I see different things that I know Michael doesn't see, and he sees what I don't see. And it's, it's, the beauty of this is we can all come back and share and share our Yeah, and we can learn from each other, and then you can just kind of be it, – it's fun to be like that wonderment you feel when, when you meet someone that has abilities like that. It's like, oh, man, that's so cool, you know, so <laughs> – um, you had, I was going to challenge your memory here. You had a video from about four years ago that you did with Rodney, and you were doing a live question and answer on the board, this and that. And somebody towards the end of that had the most interesting question, and I wanted to throw that in this conversation. Um, okay. Because it's, like you said, it's the angels, and then you've got the the Christmas Christ child, and then we go into New Year's with the New Year baby concept. Somebody in that live presentation on YouTube asked about their child's guardian angel, and their kid was like nine or eight or something at the time. And the answers that came through from your guides were something about how kids can still remember if they try, and they can get names of their guardian angels and start working with them pretty easy. Yes, that is so true. Now, I remember that vaguely. I do, because we used to do so many live groups and people would write in their messages and, or, or, or we would do them live too, but, or they would send in their message, their questions to me and we'd draw them out of a hat. Was that drawn yeah. out of a hat or was that a live one? I think it was a live one where you read it off the screen, but, uh. Okay, it, we did quite a few I, of those too. Yeah, mm. it was really yeah. interesting because it, I don't remember exactly, but the guides came through and said something about, Children aren't so mm. far removed from their previous state yes. of being before they were born. They can tap into that. I do remember. Yes, yes. And the guys like to talk about this. Um, or, okay, so what they like to say, and that's true, what they just said. They said because 
we are so close to where we came from, which is where we will return to when we leave this incarnation, which is such a, uh, just a drop, yeah, just a drop in the bucket. God, I feel like they might even want to talk right now because it's like, they're like, yes, but there's so much to say about this. Okay, they, all right, here we go. They, they want to say something. This is the guys that want to speak. So they'll, they'll speak through me, but I'll be, I'll be here present and it'll be like, it'll sound just like me, but it usually has a different kind of, uh, staccato to it. See, we do to want to tell you about this time of the year. It is a time to remember from where you came, as Karen was telling you earlier, but it's a time to celebrate this energy of all these beautiful beings that love to resonate and be in your presence during the time of giving thanks, of giving bread and sharing with others and giving of yourself to people that are in need and time to come together with compassion and love. And this energy brings through all of these angelic presence. You see, they're all around you right now. And they're with us as we have this conversation because they love this energy. If you want to meet your angels and also the guys like ourselves, we tell you, the important thing to do is to say to yourself, my heart is open and ready for this type of communication, for this type of communion. For we are always with you, as the angels are too, yet we come to you and more presence where you will feel us and you'll start hearing different kinds of messages and connections. And because you are willing to say, I accept you, I welcome you, and I honor the fact that I am one with you. We want to say one more thing about this time of the year. It is the time of a new birth. The birth is the Christ within as the Christ child showed you. It is a time to renew yourself and say, I honor and accept the divinity within myself. For you too are of source. You too are an extension and expression of source. And the angels are here to help you feel that and see that. So as we talk about this time of the year, rejoice in the fact that you are near, we are here, and it is the time when you can say love is present. And with that, we say have a fabulous, wonderful year and enjoy as you step into the new one that is the new beginning of the parents of an ending. We thank you. Wow. So um, it sounds like they're just letting us know when we get into this kind of energy, this kind of just having this conversation, it just brings through the legions of angels and guides. Because when we have a talk like this, it's like we're really um, resonating. We're, we're, we're matching our frequency to that which we want to connect with. You know, it's so funny, Shasta. You and I were talking earlier before um, we had this call today, and we're talking about how you can use your board or a device or tool to ring up or dial in certain energies such as your angels. And Mm -hmm. just by having this conversation we just we're having right now, I can feel them all around. I can feel Mary Angel. I can feel all these, this legion of angels with us because we're, we're, it's like us saying, Oh, we accept. Oh, we're acknowledging them. Yeah. We're, we're bringing them in. And of course, long, when I invited you a long time ago to be, on the podcast even the first time you know in my head i'm inviting everyone that comes with you because i know that involves a great number of beings you know so absolutely um well it's so one, interesting we all have this group of beings around us we all have a and you guys not just the angels you have um i just have to say it's either a, i call it the pantheon my pantheon of of uh, beings you know helpers and it's not it's nothing um negative. It's very positive, you guys. These and they're not living my life for me, they're not telling me what to do. They're here to support me and to cheer me on. They're like cheerleaders. They go, make sure you tell them that we're like cheerleaders, we don't live your life for you. But I will tell you there are instances when you, you can hear of people having some divine helper jumping in and saving them from something. You know, like maybe you you were you were late and to get in your car to go for work because there's a huge wreck happening down the street and you couldn't find your keys and maybe those keys were kind of hidden from you so you would be late getting down, getting in your car down the street. Or you hear stories where people need a presence that pulls them out of the water from a boat that overturned and they and they're now being saved. I mean, there's so many ways they do interact and can intervene. And even if you yep. don't believe them, they still will, but they're still not going to live your life. But sometimes we might need that extra push or help, and they say, no, 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 not your time yet. <laughs> it's time for you to stay. So you hear all kinds of stories like that. Another thing I've felt at different times in my life, and I think it's another reason I wanted to talk about angels in December, 
in particular put such a hard focus on them, especially guardian angels. A lot of times in December, people have an adverse attitude towards holidays, either bad memories or if they're just not into it or it makes them sad for some reason or they get feeling bad because of income versus the push to be commercialized, you know, sending presents and stuff. And one thing angels can do, even if it's a different time of year for a different reason, is if you're feeling lonely or feeling down or you're feeling a seasonal funk, you can call on them to help you handle that. And you will always have someone to make you feel like you've got someone with you. You don't have to feel alone. You know, you don't have to feel stressed out. You can have them help you manage those seasonal or occasional problems. Um, absolutely. Um, what's it called? It's called a, I think it's called A Wonderful Life. Is that right? A Wonderful Life with Jimmy mm-hmm. Stewart. Um, is that the one with the angels, right? I have amazingly never seen that movie. But I know, yeah, but that's just, it, yes, you're right. It is. It is that movie. I know that. Okay, so... So, you know, one thing to think about, that, that that's what the story's about. It's really about um, somebody who's feeling down and depressed and alone and really wants to end his life, where an angel shows up as this man um, who's like a, uh, looks like a bum or something and, and, and won't let him jump off the bridge. And so the whole story's about his odyssey to come back and realize he really was not alone. He really thought he had all these problems and he really, he, his problems were magnified by his own mind and, and, as the guys would say to somebody who feels that way, they always talk, they, they talk to many people about this before, that it's like, it's, you just get, if you could just go to sleep and, and wake up tomorrow, it's, it's a brand new day. If you can just take that deep breath now and know that even in the next moment, things are changing a little bit differently. If you can just wait that out a little bit, it will be better. It always does get better. So the story, mm-hmm. you know, the Christmas story about, about this is that, you know, it's, this is the time to say, I mean, it is a time of people being feeling alone, that's for sure. But it's also a time to say, you know what, maybe it, maybe I should be open to the, the miracle of Christmas, which is a yeah. real thing, you guys. It is the spirit of Christmas. It is the energy that we're all connected. It is the energy you can ride upon, the coattails of. It's the energy you can tap into, and but you just got to ask. And you could just say to yourself, I, I welcome the spirit of Christmas, which is really a spirit of humanity. It's the energy we – it's a frequency. It's definitely a vibration you can feel. Um, some people can. I can feel it. Some people, some people can't feel it, but yet you know it. You see it around you. You go, gosh, people are being a little kinder and sweeter. Some, not always, but or people are more generous <laughs> this time of the year. And you're like, tap into that energy. If you can, if you need to go somewhere to find the energy, do that. You know, you can do that. And, and that energy itself will lift you. So yep. Christmas really is a time when you can lift yourself up as if you had your own angel wings on. You know, lift yourself up and let your angel help you. So, yeah, tap into it. Call upon your angel. And, by the way, angels can come as male or female or androgynous. They really are no sexes. They just may appear to us. Like Mary really is sexless, but yet she tends to appear as more female energy. So that's why I call her Mary Angel. But, you can, but there's other angels that can come in as either form. That, that doesn't matter. So don't get caught up in that. Yeah, they don't have gender, but they will appear to us as we need to see them. And sometimes we right. need to see them as male, maybe it works better to see them as female. And I I absolutely believe they're going to appear however. And that could be the even the archangels, any of them. Um, it's very common in my magic groups for people to be talking about Raziel. Many see Raziel as female, but there's a mm-hmm. lot that see Raziel as male. So it doesn't yep. even have a hard rule for angel to angel. And it they could even appear to you different times in different ways. So. Absolutely. So, so don't get caught up in that. Don't get caught up if you don't know your angel's names. Um, and you can always say, what, what can I call you? And then you may overhear, you may hear a word somewhere, like a random somebody go, hey, Susan. And you're like, oh, maybe my angel's name is Susan. And you could try that on and see if it fits. You know, just, just be open to it. I mean, Mary just said, yeah, call me Mary. You know, I'll, that, that works this time around. You know, I'm like, okay. Cause I, I resonate with that name, Mary. So it just, it just yep. seemed to work for me. It was very religious-like. So like I said earlier. But you, but right. try not to get caught up in how you want them to appear, which angel you want to have come to you, or if it has to be an archangel, just be more open. And then the right way, as Shasta just said, they're going to appear to you in the form that you're going to be most able to be receptive to receiving and, and experiencing. Just be patient with the process, but they're there. Don't worry, they're there. Yep, yep. And you know what? I tell you, when I started really acknowledging angels as uh, beings a number of years ago, and then I found magic working with them, 
my life changed. My life absolutely changed for the better, and it continues to do so. And, of course, I still do bonehead stuff, and I know they laugh at me or shake their head and go, why why aren't you learning? But I never feel alone, ever. Mm. And, you know, I got my dogs. I got friends in my life. But I even when I'm not hearing from people or it's, you know, you're working a lot or whatever, you've always got your angel team right there. And when you open them up, the advice will just be in your head a lot of times. So there's just so many good things about learning your angel team. They can help you cope. They can help you make good decisions. They protect you. The sky's the limit, you know. Absolutely. So just your thinking alone is what will limit them or your thinking alone will expand them. So I would say be open to the possibilities of what you heard us talk about today, but also what you believe, because truly your belief is the same when I talk about when you use a Ouija board or or when you work with your spirit guides. It's really what you believe and and try not to limit them and let them make them put them in a box or it has to be a certain way because they're they're there. They are there. All the great literature, all the great books have spoken about them. Um, This is not something just that's modern, you know, 21st century 20th century 22nd century or or 19th century this is something that's been going on for eons <laughs> it goes yep. back to the dawn of, of humanity so think about that and, so there's something there to be said yep and it spans cultures and uh paths and everything so it's quite remarkable you guys it really is and i i just been blessings to all of you that you may this season this holiday season open up to your angels and start to receive and commune with them as a guide that commune and communicate with them and um, may your life be more blessed for the for having known them absolutely i am so happy you wanted to talk about this because like we've tossed the ouija topic in a little bit but the first time you were on it was all about ouija board but it goes way beyond that and you can meet so many people that do so many amazing things but when I get someone like you on, it's totally a gem. It's such a gem, and you've got such vast knowledge. I am just so thankful. Thank you for your time today. Well, thank you. I mean, it's been great, and Mary Angel says thank you and blessings, and uh, the guys, we're all here, and we, we just, I mean, all of us. From my corner, my camp, all the beings I work with, we're just saying thank you very much for having us. We, it's a oh, it's like talk a, to Shasta. It's like a party. I could feel their energy through the phone. Holy cow. And let's do my favorite benediction before we hang up. Wonderful. Keep a smile on your face. Keep a bounce in your step. Keep practicing your magic. Go meet your guardian angel team and, gosh, have a party with them because they're just waiting to hang out with you. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Very well said. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Have a great day, Karen. I'll catch you on email, okay? Sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for sticking around after the show. Oh my gosh, so many changes and so many things to tell all of you about. We are officially in rerun mode. What does that mean for you? Well, hey, if you listen on your favorite podcast app, nothing is going to change. You will always be able to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and guest spots anytime you want, just as you always have. Again, nothing will change for those of you that use your favorite podcast app. Next, the website will change a little bit. It will change to www.podpage.com slash random dash illusions, or you can listen directly off the host site, www.randomillusions.buzzsprout.com. Links are now in every episode show notes. Check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash radio. Twitter.com slash GOST radio. If you love YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the Random Illusions Podcast YouTube channel, the GOST radio YouTube channel, and TikTok. Don't forget to follow us there. Links are down in the show notes. Exclusively for the listener base of Random Illusions, 
Tim and I are going to continue our coffee.com divinations. Just let us know if you want a rune reading by Tim or a tarot reading by Shasta and what your question is. Give us about two business days and we will respond with a thorough answer to your question, giving you some insight and maybe a little inspiration as well. If you would like to follow Tim and I as we jump into our new leadership roles and all of the new projects we are presenting and working on, don't forget to hit us up. Facebook, privately, Tim Cheesebrow, Shasta Michaels, Random Illusions, or just shoot us an email at magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com. And we will send you links as to where you can keep tabs on all of our future endeavors and adventures. And hey, you may want to get involved yourself. You never know. All right. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. We will be announcing when we will be back. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. <laughs>